Welcome to the Empower Hour. We bring power to the people because the people have the power. This squad's going to entertain, enlighten, and empower y'all. I'm Queen Kaya, joined by Pharaoh Hammond Freeman and Gina the Great. But before we do anything else, like always, we're going to bless this show and our kings and queens listening. Blessed, melanated, rising, my people. I hope you are having an exceptional Thursday morning. I'm feeling awesome today. I'm just so grateful to life. I'm grateful to God, our creator. I'm grateful to our ancestors who are present here with mm-hmm. us. And, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm, just, I'm just asking that the spirits of love, light, unity, positivity, um, great health, Mm. And strength be upon us today. Mm. And just bless each and every one of our listeners. Let the show today, let it be very entertaining. Let it be very uplifting. Let it be educational and inspiring. And most importantly, let it be empowering for all the listeners. Hotep, amen, and ashe. 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 I feel like I need a tambourine. No, right. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. You know what? That's kind of like the energy right now, right? though. You could okay. use that. Like, you know what? It's... um. The sounds of to, to waking things up. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, hey, get up, shake up, get it ready. Say, say, say less. Okay. You know, like All a right. soul clap. Yo, I love that. So people who are listening, yeah. um, our team in the background, we need a tambourine on the show. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> our sound box. So Queen, how are you doing? Hey, you know, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. um, we had... Um, so I'm, I'm, let me just make sure. What, what What's the date? I know. I've lost track. Damn it. Guy, put me on the spot. I feel. I'm sorry because I never know what the, what the date is. I know. So I'm just gonna talk about what kind of week it was. I know. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Why are you saying that? It is the today is Thursday, the 28th of April. Shit, the month is almost over already. Oh, okay. All right. So we just passed um 420. Oh hell yeah, yeah! Okay. Remember Gina tried to stall us out when she was doing her black facts, mm-hmm. or not black facts? Days, days of the week she tried to not mention it. Oh, shout out! Gina's not here today, as you guys know. She's she's moving. Gina's on the forever move. She's yes. been talking about it for the longest time. Still on the move. So yes. send yes. her prayers because I think she needs them. Yes, <laughs> oh mm-hmm. GG. fourteen. Well, um, we have four twenty. Yep, and um, a gl- van- a van glorious day mm. for those of us who love the herbals. You yeah. know, no, no, yeah, shout um, out. No, shout out, shout out to the herbals for yeah. keeping everybody safe. And oh no, honestly, <laughs> saving lives, like relax, like yo, saving relationships. And yes, yo, because sometimes you go bun that piff, come back, you're like, it's not that bad. Yeah, let's, it's let's not even that bad. It. Actually, you know what? You look good today. Yeah, you know. What I mean? thought you was ugly a minute ago, but you really look cute right now. Come here, give me a hug, boo. I was dripping. That's it. Kiss me on the lips. Yeah, I could talk about it. No, for real. Mm-hmm. So I um, so if you check check me out on my Instagram, strong farm bottom, all one word. Um, I went up to the hill, um, Mount Royal. I was invited mm. out. Someone secretly nominated me for a cipher. Yo, um, so I, I got it. to be a part of uh, history in the making. Yes. So a company called Four Bar um, invited me out to be a part of a four bar cipher. You can only have four bars. Okay. Um, so I learned a lot about myself that day. I actually realized that um, I just write to music. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I knew how to count bars, but I, I actually don't. Um, yeah. So I went up there with eight bars. Right. They was like, yo, you are doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you are doing too much. 
So I was like, oh, I was like, sorry, y'all, because I, I didn't understand it. Right, I yeah. thought that um, if it fit in the in the sequence, right, yeah. that it was that was my four bars, but it, it didn't work. Mm. So, anyways, long story short, I went up there. I worked with what I had. I killed it. Boy Blue, mm -hmm. um, Tagans, um, uh, a guy named Yosh, dope, dope, dope yeah, artist, and yeah. very supportive. They literally just supported me all the mm. way through it was my first live cypher that. okay which was different Yo, you right? did great it was my first you did great i wouldn't have, i would not have known it was your first time yeah it was my, i was i was, I, was okay. I was going through it so i'm so happy to um to have rubbed shoulders with some of montreal's mm. greats yeah um well, shout and, out to all of them actually all that yeah, the, well the last one is new to me like i seen the, the brother with the cool eyebrows right because yeah, yeah that's what stood out. with the little dicky eyebrows Yo, that's, that's what stood out to me but but and also boy blue like um yeah i have to say that montreal track uh it's it's my anthem for life oh yeah yo i got i know it's but mad blue, blue got blue got a lot of bangers he does he does he got that hometown joint right about mm -hmm. montreal That's but it. um he got this joint called main chick mm -hmm. oh dope oh dope. i love okay. it All anyways right. yeah so it was an amazing experience so this week was a good week for me i dropped also dropped a freestyle earlier on the week prior to mm -hmm. um yeah dropped a, another freestyle just because and it was something that actually i had done and i was wanting to drop that joint in february mm -hmm. around valentine's day right. but as usual i spook myself out of everything <laughs> um that i be trying to do and yeah, usually yeah. end up getting nothing done because mm -hmm. i'm trying to be such a perfectionist that yes. i don't get shit done yeah. at all yeah. um so i'm so happy to um, just start putting my work out there Please. and just doing it like I want to because I'm just like, you know what? What am I worried about? Thank so y'all going to see me out here. I'm going to get it done fat. I'm going to get it done scared. I'm going to get it done anxious. I'm just mm. going, I'm just going to get it done. Queen. You know, I got to, if I'm, if I'm about to say that I'm about that, I got to be about that. Thank so. you. Ah, That's I what love, time it is. I tell you, as a, some pressure. I, I, as a fan, I'm happy to hear that, man. I want to hear it. Thank you. I want to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly. Thank I want to hear I all. appreciate that. Thank, Thank you, Pete. Oh, How was your week? Tell me how your week went because. Ah uh, shoot! <laughs> we had took we had took us a little break. Yeah, right. Yeah, we so. took we took some time off. I'm I'm just super excited, man. There's so many things happening. Um, so we're, we've been working on the holistic healing retreat. I used the opportunity mm. this time off to to just do some work on the grounds. Um, so you guys just just stay tuned. That is going to be lit. So we finally have a space that we're going to set it up for people to be able to unplug. It should be open by the summer. Fingers crossed. Everything's mm. going to be ready. We we have the equipment stuff coming in. Oh, this is this this has been uh, an uplifting. It's been a challenge, I have to say. I'm not gonna front. It's been an uphill ballot, a ba battle. But anything worth accomplishing, it's usually a bit of a struggle to get. Well, you know, we I mm. often say this to you on this show: mm -hmm. to whom much is given, mm. much is required. Mm. We know right, that right. it was Thanks. written for for people who were once in the church. Yeah, in right. that way, you know this. But um, even though we might not be on the same path, we on the same track. We're still on the same train. Facts, and that's what's really happening mm -hmm. and you're a blessed god this is really something that's real so when it start happening mm -hmm. that's what it's gonna feel like you're like oh yeah. yeah but then when you look around you you're like everybody around you is like it's not just you Tracks. everybody mm -hmm. around you you're like okay come on listen you this is how you do it mm -hmm. what do you like to do what you got going on come on this is how you do it that's come you come and this is how you do it so Tracks. You should. Talk. You're supposed to feel like that. Mm. You're supposed to feel a little bit achy in the shoulders. Okay. You're supposed to feel a little bit mm, tight in the knees. Okay. I remember you saying that a couple months ago. Yeah, facts. Oh my knees. My, you, oh my goodness. A little, little bit. Of, mm, uh huh. I'm a little okay. pinch in my butt. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But that's what it was coming from. Every True. 
time you felt yourself getting a little stressed, you got a little pinch. It's true. But it's because you, mm. you, you're doing a lot. I'm growing in this. You ate in a lot. Facts. Yo, queen. And it's about to go next level because um, I'm going to share it here first. Um, we, uh, myself, so the OFC and uh, the, the Pan-African Council of Quebec, we have joined forces. And we're now setting up the Pan-African Business Hub. So we're going to be setting up a space where people are going to be able to come and showcase your showcase your business, your products, your services. Y'all don't see me right now. I'm making yeah. my ugly face. That means this is real. Yeah, honestly, like when I sat down with the man, and we start to brainstorm the vision and, and and see where we're at, and we got our location already. For, we signed our agreement for our location and everything. Like guys, like we're, so we have May to finish that up. By June, we're opening this up. And right mm. now, because picture you're a small entrepreneur, you can't afford to rent a space like for the month or five, six, seven hundred dollars a month but now you can come to the OFC and say look i got a bill can i can i get a space to showcase my products and services it's beautiful but like for for me because that's my goal at the end of the day is to create these opportunities for young entrepreneurs or for starting entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs period it, knowing that we're now setting up this space guys like i have members who are who now are are going to be able to send in products and we're setting up a showroom so basically so even if like you know you sell your products online but you know somebody wants to actually physically touch your product you can now send them to the african business hub see we love that yo that's lo- we love that I am so excited. We're even setting up so we're going to have storage here. So now people, we could hold your products. You could send people here to come buy, pick up your products. Mm-hmm. If you're, you're, if we have members in Ontario, across Canada, we're going to be receiving their products in bulk. So now they could forget shipping costs. Now you could just come pick up your stuff here. I'm just super excited. So you are, how we going to call it? Blamazon. <laughs> I get you. It's crazy. That's it. I, it, we might be coming. It might be Blamazon. Don't try to try and take this name now. I know. You know, somebody's like, oh, no, it is. No, no, you got no, Bla- but honestly. Blamazon. Mm. The Black Amazon. Yo, stop playing stop me. It, Listen, stop it. I don't know if y'all ready for what's about to happen to us as a people, but see yourself, just see yourself wealthy. Vision yourself mm. in your wealthiest, in, in the wealthiest state that you could possibly be in. Mm. See yourself that way and, yeah. and, and build towards being that person and thank you because this is where we going with it because i remember you. you talking about this here and there mm-hmm. here and there and now it's actually a dream so oh, the, yo we signed the deal we got it's like honestly like just for the things we're putting up like we we have a whole network because uh, again partnering with the pan-african council of quebec what that means for those who might not know first of all they're huge they they are like an ofc but on a complete different level because they're based in quebec city so all these small Quebec towns have black people in them too, which I wasn't aware of. <laughs> but anyways, all these small little towns have black people oh, who are members of COPAC. But not just that. COPAC has offices in different countries in Africa. Mm-hmm. So now they're, they're, uh, they've been providing media and visibility and stuff like that to entrepreneurs to the diaspora for years. Mm-hmm. So now we're about to open this up because yo, there's people buy on, who are buying online regularly regularly from the continent they buy things online they support they all kind of different things vice versa so now we're creating this bridge we're now from north america straight to the continent we're able to create this connection people are going to be able to come here and get the the the, the visuals done that they need they're going to be able to to do broadcast directly to their their clientele i am so excited that is amazing so you know so that's yeah i guess that's kind of been my week oh and, and sorry i have to say this last piece because now uh, while we're while we're really talking about the while we're focusing on the business, 
the mental health aspect is huge. And I have like this is I'm planting seeds for you guys. So you guys know we have the holy healing retreat that we're setting up. But this is just the start because now we've partnered with another company in Ontario where we're going to be duplicating the process because we're realizing the need that we have as a community. We need to we need to get back to our roots, get back to our basics, get back mm-hmm. to understanding um what we're going through as people. Mm-hmm. We we ignore the um We've been ignoring our mental health for too long. Mm. Let's just put it like that, right? So us being able to create a space, and and there's a need. Like I said, the need is not just here in Quebec. The need is right across the world practically at this point. Mm-hmm. But being able to collaborate with another group in Ontario and doing the same thing. So now we're, we're, we're able to expand on the vision, create more opportunity for people, put people in contact with culturally adapted health professionals. Mm. Guys, like, I, anyways, these the, things. Like, people don't understand the, yeah. the weight and the magnitude of, of that, of culturally Adapted. Adapted. That's it. Because uh-huh. it's like you want to speak to somebody who knows you, who who understands your plight, understands where you're coming from. And not not to take anything away from from all psychologists, right? Like mm-hmm. you're you're you studied, you have your degrees, you're in the business, yes. Mm-hmm. But there's a value in being able, especially when you're suffering from any kind of mental um health, um, you know, trauma, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's there's a value in being able to connect with somebody who looks like you. There's a value in being able to connect with somebody who culturally understands where you're coming from. Absolutely. So us, we're going out of our way to set this up because, guys, this yes, we have to focus on making sure the revenue is coming into our community and that we're making that bread and that we're able to sustain ourselves and we're able to compete in the game. Mm. But if we're not taking that time to ensure that our mental health is in is is in place. And that brings us to to the topic of today, because as you guys know, this has been our month of uh, we've been talking health, right? Mm-hmm. So beginning of the month, we did um, we did physical, we've done spiritual and environmental, we did mental last week. So big shout out to our guests who were with us. This week, we're we're still touching touching on health, but from a youth perspective. Mm-hmm. And we have youth right now that are we as you guys know at the end of the month we always have our, our junior hosts that come in and bless us and they handle the show. You know, yeah. they, they they take the lead, they're doing a great job. Um so they're on they're on with us today and they're gonna be talking about it's energy, vibes and consciousness. Things mm. that youth go through. Mm. And guys, we're gonna be able to hear it from their perspective. Okay. Mm. So I it basically sit back, tune in, like sit back, tune in, bring your children. Oh yeah, I'm about to say get the kids. Get the kids. This is really what it's about too. Mm-hmm. You know, we want them to know one that they can do things like this also, but also to be able to hear their mm. peers' voices and hear their peers' opinions on mm. what's happening. So. Talk about it. That's really what it is. So and I'm really just grateful for this opportunity because again, as adults, as parents in this, um sometimes we're going through this blind. We don't know what our youth are going through. We don't know their perspective. We don't know what they, you know what I mean. So I'm blessed. I'm grateful for the OFC. I'm grateful for this for this platform and the Empower Hour Show for creating the platforms for us to be able to hear directly from our youth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so parents, teachers, everybody out there, just sit back, enjoy the enjoy this next segment that we have coming for you guys. Let's take a quick positive cause just to shout out our homegirls Kemba and Andrea from Keen Real Estate Group. Whenever you're thinking real estate, whenever you're thinking investments, whenever you're thinking about planning for the long term, think Keen Real Estate Group. They're generating wealth for generations. KeenGroup.ca If your goal is to purchase a car and to make the process as simple as possible, just get a car broker, guys. You just get a car broker. Big shout out to our homeboy, Hamsdale Jacques, the owner of HJCoutierAuto.com. That's H-J-C-O-U-R-T-I-E-R-A-U-T-O.com. 
If you're a small to medium-sized business and you're getting started and you're ready to go to the next level, what do you need? You need a phone line and you need a website. Think Mainstream Digicom. They got all your telecommunication needs checked. MainstreamDigicom.com. You're trying to get out on the web. You're trying to understand how to navigate through ads. Check out Java Logics for all your marketing, your digital marketing. Where would we be without Preston? I don't even know. Check out Java Logics. I give thanks to Preston for what he's done for the OFC. The amount of positive reviews we've gotten from all his referrals, we're proud to stand behind his work. Check out javalogics.com. No, it's not just because he's my brother. It's because you can't talk hip-hop in Montreal without saying M-City Solo. Guys, check out his latest project, In My Feels, available on mcitysolo.com. If it's not one of the, the hardest new EPs to hit Montreal, come and let me know. You already know. It's your boy, Farrell, big enough, mcitysolo.com. Keeping the culture alive. I gotta give thanks to West Can Folk Performing Company. For the last 40 years plus, they've been promoting our culture through song, drum, and dance, educating youth, the children, the seniors. Just check them out. Westcanfolk.com. Girl, what are you cooking? My curry chicken. Ooh, you're burning it. Oh, gosh, it looks so. <laughs> It's okay, girl. You need the Curry House. They have the best Caribbean food in town. Two locations in Montreal, West Island and Cotonège. For more information, follow Caribbean Curry House MTL. Don't forget to mention the Empower Hour for your 10% discount. So, who placed in the order? Me. <laughs> DeVito, WizKid, Burner Boy. Those are just some of the big names that's blessed Montreal thanks to Afrobeats Montreal. Definitely check out Afrobeats MTL for all concerts, show listings, everything that has to do with Afrobeats in the city. Check out Afrobeats MTL. One full circle. We are the Melanin Community Resource Hub and Network. What does that mean? We're here for each other. Parlay with the people. 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 Parlay with the people, y'all. Today is the youth segment of the show, and today I'm here with my co-host Nefertari. I'm phenomenal. All right, and today we also have our guest for today, Owen King Mullins. All right, thank you for being here today. I appreciate being here. All right, so right now, first we're gonna talk about. Uh, but I'm, you know, I'm going to talk about how my week went this week. Um, so a few things happened this week for me. Um, my first thing that happened is that I had my basketball playoffs today. So it was our, no, not today, this week. It was our semifinals and our finals game. We won our finals game by one point because, like, our team, honestly, like, that game was one of our worst games that we played. But it was just that because the other team really was not that good. But it was the fact that our team wasn't playing well. That's why the score was so close. Mm-hmm. And then our second game, we lost by 10 points. But that Ew. game... Wow. Yeah, okay, well, it's not even 10 points, guys. It's not that, <laughs> not that bad. Um, um, but that game, because a lot of people, like, we played... Um, yeah, we played against the other team. And a lot of people from our team and the other team, they know each other. So it's like they're all mm-hmm. talking smack and stuff like that. 
because well they they know the person so and then like the the coach like not the coaches the referees are pulling players to the side like yo you have to stop saying this this and that you get technical um but no fight broke out thankfully because there's also some beefs going on against uh with the two teams basically one person said something on instagram and then you know it just created this big snowball effect and you know Basically, you know, this kind of a beef kind of thing happening. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that was the first thing that happened to me this week. Um, and then another thing that happened this week is I went to the... I played a lot of basketball with my mm-hmm. friend Kingston. And I really appreciate Kingston shouting because um, we're both really good players. And every time we play against each other, like, we push each other kind of thing. So I'm glad mm-hmm. that I'm able to play against him, like, all the time that we live so close to each other. Um, so yeah, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for him for helping me get better at basketball. Nice. All right, so um, enough about my week. How was your week this week, Nefshari? Um, Nothing much really happened to me, but you know, I'm actually really excited to get into the topic that we have for today. Okay, okay. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. All right, so Fauna, how was your week this week? Um, same here. Like, nothing really happened to me this week. I'm just excited to get into um, knowing about our guest and our topic. Mm, nice. Okay, so I guess I'm the only one that things happen this week. All right. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so our topic of the week is vibrations. Vibes, vibrations, and energy. Things uh, that us youth go through. So, Nefshari, what do you have to say about that? Okay, to speak on the topic, I would like to talk about how in schools and how in class and teachers are thinking when it comes to mental health. And I feel like, so I feel like a lot of the teachers don't, they do stuff, and they feel like that's the best thing that they be sh- they should be doing. But I feel like at us as youth, we have something to say about that. So me, myself, uh, individually, I feel like they could maybe, um, when they handle certain situations, they should probably look at it from a different perspective and not just as a teacher's perspective and look at it from a student perspective and how they might feel as opposed to taking students out the class, for example. When they see something happening, they shouldn't maybe take students out the class and, and, and see, look at them because... Maybe students don't like being taken out of the class because that yeah. makes other people look at them and they don't like being looked at like that. So, For sure. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I feel like um, a lot of people, like, they sometimes don't like to see things from other people's perspectives. Yeah. That um, so, that's, like, it's a good character trait for even teachers and just people in general to have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, oh, that, that was it next? Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. So, Fauna, what do you have to say on our topic of the day? Um, I, I wanted to say on the topic, like... Um, teachers' behavior and teachers, like, how they deal with students, basically deal with students, mm-hmm. um, I think that affects how their mindset is going to be, like, in the future mm-hmm. and how, how they're going to act and stuff. Like, and how, like how teachers present themselves Yeah, yeah. Um, affects the students, like, education, basically. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah I, feel like, I feel like if a, a teacher sees a student and doesn't properly... Um, handle a situation properly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, as when I almost said, that will have a bad, um, that will reflect, reflect badly on the future and how the, the student's future will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah, okay, all right, cool. Yeah, this is very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, on that same topic, and actually, uh, to Phenomenal's point, there's uh, some people, are adults today, that without realizing it subconsciously some of the things that their teachers had told them when they were children like whether it be like oh, you'll never make it mm-hmm. or oh, my goodness like why can't you just do without realizing these children imprinted that on their characters 
So now by doing that, they grew up as adults thinking that they are inadequate, thinking that they can't do. And, and you know, as a result, like they have to get counseling when they're older to try to figure mm-hmm. out what is the root cause of the fact that I just keep feeling like I can't do. Yeah. And, you know, so again, I'm really proud and, and you know, like uh, impressed by what you guys are saying and the observations that you guys have made because, mm-hmm. yeah, you're hitting it right on the head. Like a lot of things that the teachers, they might not be aware of it. You know, sometimes teachers mm-hmm. are a bit frustrated. They've been going through a lot with a lot of children and there's a lot going on in the atmosphere. You know, so they could be stressed. But uh, unfortunately, at times, like they could be taking things out or saying things to, to students that without realizing is, is really detrimental and having a long-term impact on mm-hmm. them. So, well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All thank right, you. thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, um, okay, so what I have to say about the subject, um, well, what, wait, 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 okay, teachers and how, yeah, but basically what you guys have been saying, how they affect um, a student's mental health and their learning experience, mm-hmm. and I've been able to see this hands-on because over the, like, throughout the school year, um, this year, we've had three different French teachers, or mm-hmm. three different teachers. Um, and it, for all three of those teachers, we had um, the class had a general consensus on how we felt about all the teachers, how the teachers made us feel, and how they acted in the class and stuff like that. Um, like for example, our first teacher that we had, um, she was very uh, very strict, I would say, mm-hmm. um, and she didn't grade like. Okay, it was basically a, it was hard for a lot of kids to pass that class because she graded very like hard um and she was a very like strict teacher she didn't mm-hmm. let anything oh, oh, she didn't let anything slide yeah she definitely did not let anything slide um some rules that she made were kind of unfair like we weren't able to go use the bathroom during class or go drink water um which was kind of messed up yeah. and then also like the ways that she would answer some of our questions because she teaches a lot of enriched classes this teacher so she's used to kids being like advanced and stuff like that. So when we ask her questions, like let's say a student asks her a question that's kind of like behind, she would be like, "Oh, like why don't you know this?" Da 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 da. And it's like that would make the te- the student feel bad, mm-hmm. so they wouldn't enjoy going to that teacher's class because they feel like their question wasn't even answered. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the next two teachers that we had after that, um, they were no the next teacher after that. She was very, like, the complete opposite of that first teacher. She graded really easily. She let everybody go to the bathroom whenever they want, drink water. Um, and then even in the class, sometimes she would even let us eat, speak English, mm-hmm. which I, I, I kind of thought that that was a little bit too far in her, ni- <laughs> in her niceness. Because, yes, okay, I like a nice teacher, but if you're going as far as letting the students speak English, I feel like no one's really learning anything in the class. Yeah, yeah but the thing about that speaking English thing, because I, I have a thing for that, speaking English in French class, it mm-hmm. that takes a mark off of your interaction points. Mm-hmm. So when the teacher is able to have you speaking English and not speaking French, they, they're not marking you for your interaction. And when it comes on your report card for the interaction, your mark is going to go down. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like some te- some teachers, they don't even tell students that. Yeah. So it's like they're speaking English thinking, okay, there's no repercussions. Mm-hmm. But really, and then they see it on their report card. Um... So, yeah, I feel like no one was really learning anything when she was there. But then our third teacher, our final teacher, the teacher that we have right now, she is, like, right in the middle, which is a good thing. It's like she's not too hard um, as the first teacher, but she's not too soft as the second teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lets us go to the bathroom, but she always makes sure that we speak French in class, that we make sure that we're learning the criteria. And I feel like she, just in general, she's a good teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad that we have her for the rest of the year this year. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. what I have to say about today's topic of the day.
you know, on that on that same thing, like what's what stands out to me a lot um, concerning that is the the part where the students are asking the questions and sometimes being belittled a little bit for the questions. Because mm-hmm. um, in the position I'm at, I'm in and dealing with adults, it's not always easy for people to speak up. Like a, like in our case, I'm in Zoom meetings all day, big conferences, different people, um, and you'll see with adults who they won't ask questions in groups. They won't do it just for the because they don't want to be singled out. Mm-hmm. So now picture as youth now, you 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 muster up the courage to ask a question because something's not clear, and then your teacher's like, "Why don't you know that? Mm-hmm. Forget about yeah. it. That's probably the last time I'm going to ask anything, right? Because mm-hmm. the fact it's just like it makes the way it makes you feel on the inside, just that embarrassment, that shame. So again, like like if we could give any kind of pointers, and we're in no position to really, you know. All we're giving you is our perspective from just things that we know and life experiences. But as 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 adults, um, or I guess I I could say you know, parent speaking to parent, or you know a parent speaking to teachers, um, mm. you, you want to encourage the students as much as possible to ask yeah. anything, ask anything, and encourage them to ask. If if not clear, you put your hand up to say it's not clear. You want to reiterate it, whatever be the case, because that's how you will get the most out of uh, out of a child, and that's how you you know you'll help to ensure that they're really um, understanding what's being said in the class, and they're getting the most out of their learning experience. Mm-hmm. So again, good job, guys. Good job. Yes, yeah. well said. Well said. Thank you. All right, so now we're gonna go into our interview. We have an amazing guest with you this morning. Um, he is he's gone through a lot through his life experience and he's like to share it with us today. So please introduce yourself and your life. Um, hi, my name is Owen Kane Mullins. Mm-hmm. And uh I've been through a lot in life. Mm-hmm. We all have. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's been times well where and my family they'd get into arguments, mm-hmm. they'd be always arguing and then there'd be fights in the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I was with my family, I'd say, at least till I was four years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt like there was nothing to my life. So when I was four, I went in Bacha. Mm-hmm. It's like a facility for youth. Okay. And they take care of you, they feed you, they got showers there, you know, they just, they just really look after you. They mm-hmm. were the ones who put in the stuff that my family couldn't put in for me. Okay. I've been in the system ever since. Right. Until I turned 18, I just got discharged from a place called Lavenier. Okay. Mm-hmm. And during this time period from 4 to 18, I'd just been really thinking about what I wanted to do in my life. Oh, okay. And I only realized that when I turned around 14. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, because at 14 I was always mad. And I was always wondering why, like, people are so happy, you know, walking around with smiley faces. Mm. And then I said, like, what's up with that? You know, I want to be like them instead of feeling yeah. this way. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I had to change that. Mm. So I decided to, like, find a hobby. And my hobby was listening to music. And then later on, I figured out that my real hobby was producing and making it. Mm. So I started making music when I was 14. Okay. But then it became bigger when I turned, like, maybe 16, 17. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's when people, like, in the facility Lavenier, another bachelor facility that I was at, mm-hmm. they said, you know, you should do something about this. I said, yeah, but there's no way. I get, I always gave up too easily. Okay. But see, like, by me putting more effort in it, and then by people coming, like, in my life and me, like, opening up to them, saying this and that, they said, you know, we can do you a favor. We can do you a solid. 
So they let me go to interviews. They okay. let me go on the CBC radio. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, <laughs> it's yeah. pretty cool. Mm. And uh, yeah, yeah. the other day, I had a photo shoot. Oh, dope. So, oh, yeah, wow. they're going to put that on press kit. Oh, Ooh, all right. Cool, wow. cool, cool. That is actually really cool. And yeah. something that I also read about you in your bio um, is that you learned how to play the guitar by just watching someone else. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, this this was when I was in another place. It mm -hmm. wasn't a group home. It was like a foster home. Mm -hmm. So there was, I had a foster brother. His name was Tyler. Mm -hmm. And uh, I lived in this foster place with a, a person, well, two people, a mother and a father. They had kids, but the kids didn't live with them. Uh. And well, they weren't actually a couple. Like they're they're married, but they don't have kids together. They're like, I, I can't. yeah. So we called them BJ and Jim, you know. Or some of us would call them Dad and Mom, you know, because mm -hmm. we've been like away from our family for so much mm -hmm. time, and we like felt like a like, connection with them. Yeah, you know like that is like your family. So they took us traveling. They took us to do fun activities that a lot of people can't do. Mm -hmm. So to get into the the guitar thing, all right. <laughs> My foster mom would pay for guitar lessons for this boy named Tyler. Mm -hmm. He he was a pretty good guitarist, and I was like, just I was walking downstairs to like play with the piano one day. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to play any instrument. <laughs> we had a drum set in the corner. I go bang and make noise, and my foster dad would be like, "Hey, be quiet." <laughs> so so I just chill, you know, and listen to the beautiful music being played by my foster brother. Mm -hmm. So then I said, "Is it okay if I watch?" And he's like, yeah, no worries, no worries. So I'm looking, I'm really focusing. Mm -hmm. Then the next day, I come back and I said, look what I can do. Uh -huh. and, and my, my, oh my God, the look on my guitar, the the guitar teacher's face was like, yo, like let's let's practice a bit. Yeah. So me and him practice a bit, and then I went off from that. Okay, cool. So I also now I can put some of my guitar, my guitar playing, into some of my music. I can yeah. put it on myself. Cool, cool. Yeah. So it's like it goes into your beats and stuff like that you play yeah. into there. All right. Wow, cool. that's really cool. All right. Um, so how do you feel that music uh, affects you mentally, like your mental state? I find it so soothing. Mm -hmm. mm. And whenever I'm going through something, I got to I gotta listen to it. There's always that type of genre that you can relate to. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's, there's yeah. either, like let's say if I'm sad, I'm going to listen to like something more motivational. So mm -hmm. I can like get back up on my feet and then go through whatever I'm going through. Exactly. Like me, me, I listen to Juice World. I listen to oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like Juice World. I like uh, Trippy Red. All of these rappers these days, but they all passing away. So that's actually yeah, that's, that's exactly. affecting me too. Yeah. But but yeah, I just listen to. Like, let's say if I'm going through something, like a negative emotion, I'm gonna listen to the opposite emotion type music. Yeah, yeah. Because like whatever music that we would want to listen to. Like, it really could either uplift us, it just, like, whatever, mu like, us as youth, when we listen to music, it just, it gives us either a motivation, um, it comforts us, uh, especially, like, like you said, the genre and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like, yeah, that's, that's very yeah. relatable. Music has yeah. a really strong effect on people's mental state. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool. Oh. So I have a quick question. So um, you all just said that even the passing of artists right now is affecting you guys. Like, mm -hmm. uh, talk a little bit on that. Like, what, what, what do you mean by that? Oh, okay. So on my end, there's a lot of artists and their music, you know. They say inspirational things. They, they bring up charities for, for people that, uh, that don't have money. 
uh, food and that. And then we hear in the songs, like, for instance, Juice World say, says in one of his songs in Legends, we're not going to make yeah. it past 21, and he didn't. Mm -hmm. He predicted his own death. There was another person named XXX Tentacion mm -hmm. mm -hmm. that said, it's either I'm going to die on the streets or, or like, like somebody, someone's just going to murder me, you know, and somebody did. A few people did. Yeah. Pop smoke got popped. <laughs> All of these rappers are predicting their deaths. I feel like they're doing it for a reason, but but it's not a, it's not a positive image on their end, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cause oh, okay. yeah, and then a lot of these artists, like the ones that you just mentioned, like a lot of them, they saw more than just their rap careers. Like they looked mm -hmm. for it. Like they looked around their communities. Uh, they wanted to help people, like you said, charities. Um, and I feel like that's what really um, makes them like good rappers because it's not just your music. Yes, it's good, but it's also what you do for your community. It's what you do for your people. Um, it's what it's how you present yourself outside of rap. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like yes, that's it's a very good point. Um, so I could bring a perspective that you guys might might not um, have considered because a lot of times we don't realize the power of our words and the mm -hmm. power of our thoughts, right? So um, when you're a huge artist and you're putting out lyrics like. I'm going to die before I'm 21. And you have thousands and millions of people listening to that and almost picturing it. They're visualizing, they're listening to your words, and they're, they're, unfortunately, it actually could even make them sad because they're picturing yeah. you dying before 21. Mm -hmm. The power of our words and our thoughts is enough to impact life. Mm -hmm. So now that's why it's, like, it's really awesome to hear what you guys are saying, and I'm hoping even artists that are listening um, you know, could, could take heed because like, you got young fans who, are, who, are, who, are, who love your music, who love what you stand for, but you're putting out things that are counterproductive for yourselves. Mm -hmm. like you're, you're, you're setting out death wishes on yourself. And that's not your intention. You're you're speaking your truth and you're speaking your art. But Most of these artists are demonic. Like, mm -hmm. like I swear, mm -hmm. I, I don't I don't get that. Like Playboy Cardi, Chippy uh, yeah. Red, mm. uh, Juice World was very demonic. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. very. You see, and it, it's it's awesome that that you guys could hear it and see that. Because and that, like as parents, like one of the things like um, I, I speak to a bunch of different adults and parents as well, and I, I encourage them to give the children freedom. To like, you don't want to stifle what they what they listen to. You don't want to tell them don't listen to that, don't listen to this, because as soon as you turn your back, they're going to want to tune into it anyways. Yeah. You know, but you're going to, but educate them on what it is you're listening to, yeah. because if 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 the artist, if you're able to listen to the artist and feel a weird vibe, because you're like, yo, this artist is saying some things that's a little mm -hmm. off key. I'm I not remember listening yeah. to him at my mom's house. <laughs> right, <laughs> slap my backside. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So you understand. So no, but it's it's because the thing is like you guys not be a, might not be aware of it aware of it. But Queen Kai mentioned it last week that there's frequencies that come through the music, mm -hmm. right? That that even the industry has manipulated frequencies where before we used to listen to things and and kind of feel an up vibe. Where now you listen to things and it brings you down depending mm -hmm. on what you're listening to, right? So there's the, all this depression music, all this these things coming up through the airwaves in these days. But it's awesome that you guys are at least able to pick up the difference between a quote unquote demonic artist or the artist dropping demonic things so the only thing i would tell you guys is as soon as you're listening to music and the vibe is off mm -hmm. although you might just say ah it's just entertainment 
go with your intuition. Go with the vibe where it's just like, I shouldn't be pay- taking this in because it's affecting mm-hmm. you subconsciously. You don't even realize it, but it's messing with your frequency. It's messing with your vibe almost, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm, I'd, say, I, I'd say I find the reason why people listen to like depressing music and stuff is because they have a problem letting out their emotions. And like, yeah. let's say mm-hmm. there's, there's this time that I wanted to cry, you know? So I was listening to like this sad song and I ended up crying. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I, I was like, you know, I do not care the fact that I cried because in the end, I feel great. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Thank you. Let out so, some emotions. Yeah, I let out yeah. some emotions that was like trapped inside. Mm. Bro, that was big. What you just said there is big. Not One, as a youth, as, a, as an 18-year-old, able to, to able to share that because there's grown men and women now who, who don't yeah. know that. Who don't know the value of being able to, there's nothing wrong with crying and letting there's go. nothing wrong. An emotion is an emotion and you mm-hmm. have the right to. Express it however you want. Mm. Just be responsible yeah. with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love that. I love that, King. That is really awesome to hear. And and very inspirational, I have to say. And it is something that, again, I want to encourage you. Because you guys just, right now, you guys are, are the voice of the youth right now. Yeah. Right? Just so you guys know. You guys are on here right now. There's not a lot of youth in this position that you guys have. Where you mm-hmm. could speak to, you know, speak on the air, speak on the radio. You know, people watch you guys on YouTube will hear you guys on air, um, on the radio. But like right now, you guys are speaking for a lot of youth, right? And there's a lot of uh, there's adults listening to you guys as well. And th- I can tell you, as an adult, mm, I guess I could say I- I'm actually surprised at uh, you guys' level of understanding, you know. Mm-hmm. And not, not not to knock you guys or insult you guys in any kind of way. Mm-hmm. It's just that I'm really I'm impressed by what I'm hearing. And you know, I-, I I gave you guys the topic and I let you guys come up with your own things and your own talk. And I'm I'm impressed because you guys are really sharing the- that truth. But just and the fact that you understand the power of your emotions and that you know there's nothing wrong with it, it's huge. And last thing I let before I let you guys just get just dive back into your combo um, is as parents we might not realize that our youth are listening to certain things to intentionally evoke emotions because they're having a hard time getting it out. So it it, it let let's let's take this time to have this call it delicate dance between parents and adults um, where. We take a little more time to listen um, from an objective standpoint on what our children are listening to um, and have conversations with them. This is I I was blessed to have a conversation with a parent the other day that didn't realize that there's a value in actually just having a conversation, asking your child where they're at, what, what they're thinking about. Um, but but not asking them and then disciplining them for, t- for them telling mm-hmm. you what it is. Like genuinely asking so you could understand where they're coming from. Because that that in itself, you'll be surprised as a parent. Like your children, they want to talk about stuff, but they just don't know how to approach you with it because of the fact that it's completely out the box, right? Mm-hmm. There's things that these youth are going through that as parents we have no clue, mm-hmm. right? So it's like give them that opportunity to share and you'll be surprised. Some, they, yo, they will open up and they do want to communicate. So, okay, yeah. sorry, guys. So I'm jumping on your team. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so th- thank you for your yeah, good points. But um, speaking on the topic of how music helps to let go of emotions, I feel like um, I, there was a point in my life where I would listen to sad songs. That, like For a week, I was just listening to sad songs, not even because I was sad, but just because sometimes at the end of the day, I just wanted to let go of my emotions, you know? I just feel like that's that that really helps with a lot of uh, a lot of people, a lot of youth, because, and I thank the artists that are doing this and that are actually give, putting out music that will help um, youth and it will help children with with the emotions that they're feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like sometimes some artists they say what we're feeling. Yeah, like inside mm-hmm. of our head, like they say, you know, what's going on. Like you have yeah. a personal connection to it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, you already kind of mentioned this before. They listen to Juice World, Trippy Red, um, X, 
But like, how do you feel about the music that's going out today? Like J Cole, YG, <laughs> all okay. of them. Right, they they talk a lot, a lot of. Uh, I'm not hating on any of these people because I mean I listen to them, but I just find that people like Little Baby, you know, you know mm-hmm. Little Baby. Of course, he has stories in every single song. Five year old foreign. Um, yeah, they're inspirational people for me. Mm-hmm. But like these days, people like they get to the top and then they turn everything around and they start talking about like, oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna exactly. commit this, mm-hmm. and then like like all crimes and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. drugs and problems. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, it's like they're, at first they come from a good place and then after it's like I guess like the money and stuff they it, it might get it to them. Plays yeah. with them exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to have to jump in just on that last one. Again, because you guys are dropping beer knowledge here. So there was something I shared with a group years ago when uh, we used to do our school tour. Sorry. Thanks, thanks for sharing your mic with me, son. All right. So, um, and we went to a school. Shout out to Options, actually. I remember it was Options 1. It could have been Options 1 or Options 2. Big shout out to you guys. Um, and we were talking about music. And I shared something with them that they, a lot of them were not aware of. And the industry itself, okay, let me, let me shed some light for you guys. The music industry itself is a business, right? There's a lot of people who are invested in the music because of the, ima- the amount of influence it has. Mm-hmm. Okay? So now, are, are we all in agreement that music, as we just said, yeah. has an influence? Yeah. yeah. So now, it's going to be a little messed up to hear, guys. All right. So picture the same people who are invested in the music industry are also invested in the prison complex industry. Were you guys aware that the, that jail is a business? That people going inside is actually a business? There's people who profit off of the fact that people are in jail. Did you guys know that? I didn't wow. know that. That's messed up. That so is- now, because jail is modern-day slavery. They, mm-hmm. When you're in jail, they actually have people in jail all over the United States who are producing products who are and they're getting paid 25 cents a day producing products that or if not less um and producing things that are being sold all over the world it's modern day slavery wait hold up you get paid in jail you get paid <laughs> and and, and we, I, I we say getting paid and i'm using that term lightly because 25 cents a day is not really getting so paid every four days you make a dollar right <laughs> you understand <laughs> right um but but i'm but again i'm peeping i'm i'm sharing this for for those especially the young ones who might not be aware because some people would be like well why would they even do that but guys, it's it is a business. So I want you guys to understand this. So now peep game. And you guys can research what I'm saying. Everything I'm saying, yeah. research NWA, all right? That that's that's N-word with an attitude. Now they were financed, right, to come out with gangster music mm. on purpose. Because what that what is what does gangster music do? It creates more gangsters. It makes mm-hmm. you listen to this music and feel like this is the way. I'm gonna pick up this gun, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna sell this drugs. Mm-hmm. Then what happens then? A lot of these young youths, they listen to it, they get influenced, they voila, they end up back yeah. in jail. Mm-hmm. Now, so the people who are behind the industry are, are eating on both sides. They run the industry, so they're making all this money off of youth just following the music, but then they also own the they also own the. Uh, hold on, I'm now I'm reading. It's pr- hot, ha, fr- fresh off the presses here. Uh, prison system is sent to inmate to choose their participant correction facility. But uh, is this Canada or the United States? 
Let me check. Let me All right, cool. Yeah, sorry. Fresh news here. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting fresh. Fresh. Oh, Owen's googling things hot, hot off the press. But um, oh, but yeah. Oh, it's actually way more. <laughs> okay, Owen, can we finish the point here and then we get back to the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, All sorry, right. sorry, sorry. Um, but good. I'm so I'm I'm really impressed that you guys are as intuitive. But anyways, this is great. But to to summarize my long story here, it's just so you guys understand that there is a a system in play for you, and, and this is just for you guys to understand. Like, why is it an artist will be singing a certain thing, then get a record deal, and all of a sudden their tune changes? Yeah. There's a cost to your success. Like, so now, all right, cool. Now I've just given you this million dollar deal. You have to make music like this if you want one. If you want to continue to get paid. Right, mm-hmm. you want to continue to live this life. You're going to make this music. Unfortunately, a lot of times the artists will just do it, right? Because they're not they're not thinking about the long term repercussions of of the influence of their music and what it's causing. But yep. unfortunately, they're literally destroying an entire generation. Mm-hmm. So you know, so you guys have an opportunity to one curve that educate more people on that reality and you guys as as public figures you guys as entertainers artists you guys have the power to cha- start changing that mm-hmm. planting seeds in people's minds to get them to create more to build more to do more but i'm really glad to be able to just share a little nugget with you guys because a lot of you guys might not have been aware but the mm-hmm. this music industry is not it did it, it's 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 not all it's made up to be. Um, there is people working behind the scenes. Unfortunately, they have their own um, agendas uh, behind it. Yeah. And they're coming out really just to make some money. And they want, they want you guys in jail so they could continue to uh, benefit off you guys. So, all right. So, you're closing up your interview? Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, this was an amazing interview that we had this morning. Um, and now, right after, so right after our 10-minute musical break by Phenomenal herself, uh, mm-hmm. we're going to be listening to some of Owen's music. Uh, there's gonna be a musical interview about him, so stay tuned about that and enjoy the music. So we got um, a song from Seven Forty Three Vampiro. Mm. Um, Four million. Four millions. I'll be making bands, doing what I can. Gucci man. Shopping deal for my friends, having fun, never rants, take it back, take the pants, really hate weekends, got me tweaking, thoughts in my head, getting darker, don't know what to do, going nuts, finna screw, man, I'm finna so confused, all my heart is for Bruce, heard me used and abused, my love got me so once again, thinking to myself, when the hell will be my end, why it's like these days so fake and pretend, hit you in your head, with 64 cents, I'm the greatest, I'll always go chain on me. I'm up in the game, that's too amazing. I'm still making money and that's never changing. For long was gone, but now I'm staying. If you want my love, you better be patient. You think I'm a clown, no games to be playing. It's still they don't get me and what I be saying. Man, that's crazy. Make money daily. Still let the people me dead and they hate me. I'm pretty gonna save me, man. That's shady. On the block, I've been willing with lately. They think they've been slitting. I told them I'm busy. They said, put up your hands and put down the glizzy. You niggas be rookies. See the black they all looking hard, but yeah, they be sweet just like cookies. Yeah. Said I might hurt you, leave your butt in the zerk, uh, I might hurt you. Hey, for millions, I'll be making bands, doing what I can. Gucci man, shopping deal to my friends, having fun, never rants, take it back, the pants, really hate weekends. Got me tweaking, thoughts in my head, getting darker, don't know what to do. Going nuts, finna screw, man, I'm finna so confused. All my heart except for Bruce, heard me used and abused. My love got me so once again, thinking to myself, when the hell will be my end? Why it's like these days so fake and pretend? Hit you on your head, be 64 cents.
Huh, hop up in the wig, call it space cool. Uh, ain't a job, I was still a shoot too. And there's nothing that you can do, nothing that I can't do, nothing I can't handle. This move like statue, brain small like cashews. Huh, if they see me, know it's bad news. The Susie bullets flying at you. They on their hands and knees, begging for their life, trying to get you right. Hey. For millions, I'll be making bands, doing what I can. Gucci man, chopping deal to my friends, having fun, never rants, take it back, shit the pants, really hate weekends, got me tweaking, thoughts in my head, getting darker, don't know what to do. Going nuts, finna screw, man, I'm feeling so confused. On my heart, I stick with Bruce, heard me used and abused. My love got me so once again. Thinking to myself, when the hell will be my end? Why it's like these days so fake and pretend? Hit you on your head, 364 sand. The position that I wasn't was with the group, just a dozen. But I won't discuss it, I'm sipping, I'm roping. Shots of bomb, clips of bomb, hollow tits busting. Leaving speechless, that means no discussion. When the police see me, they know I'm up to something. That's cause I got the gun on me, then you know it's dumping. Lego scene sock, like Play Doh Hulk, and they do not play Oh, We all holding them Dracos. This converted from the peso. But shut the fuck when I say so. Don't open your mouth, keep your mouth closed. Find out you fuck my ex. Hey, yo, I just think that I heard something. That's the sound of my gun, don't My goodness, that was fire. Mm-hmm. So tell me, you guys, who do we have in the studio today? So we have um, mm-hmm. 743 Vampiro. So he's right here. Um, yourself again. My name is 743 King Vampiro. I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. And I like music. Dope. <laughs> 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 So tell us, tell us, um, tell us a little bit more about yourself, and tell us about your music and and where your passion for music comes from. My passion for music comes from well, a lot of emotions. Like I'd listen to music whenever I felt a certain way, and I find it would calm me down, you know, or help me go through whatever I was going through. And then I decided to like, you know, maybe somebody would like hearing what I have to say, and maybe they could relate. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to pass on the favor. Like help other people, you know. I love that. And then with with one of the songs I made, I was told that like somebody could relate to it, and it was going on through, like, like ah, oh, it's hard to explain, like the current moment. Mhm. Mhm. So that's why one of my songs people actually like it, and then the other one it's like you know it's all right, but yeah, I make music because I like to. Mm-hmm. And because I want other people to hear it and maybe relate to it up there, I love that. I love that. So you are you are attempting to inspire. You want to be yeah, I want um, to be an inspiration to other people. You want to be what you needed. Yeah, yeah, for others. That's really good. Yeah, I really like that song that just played just now. Yeah, I appreciate. What's that song called? Four million. Four million. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I, I like the I like the beat that went with it. And that was like, that was made by Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Oh really? Did you oh, see cool. Jesse at the front? Jesse from the studio here? Yeah. 
Oh, oh yeah, shout okay. Out, shout out, shout out to Jesse. Yo, Jesse is dope. Actually, I heard one of Jesse's beats last week. I I should have known. I should have known because that was so dope. Wow. I like the. Oh, sorry. No, please go ahead. Um, I like the flow that you brought to the beat, though. So like that, that really like completed it too. Mm-hmm. It has like a just two different flows, fast and moderate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you are you are are you a solo act? Do you have uh, other people that you collab with, or I have other artists out there that like want me to do features with them. But I said like, you know, I've been really busy these days. So like, mm-hmm. in the future, mm-hmm. how long have you been doing music for? Since I was fourteen. Oh, that's dope. Can I ask how old you are now? Eighteen. Okay. Oh, oh, he talking like he grown, y'all. But this is dope. I love this. You know what? This is how you know the new hotness that's coming up in Montreal. So um, you guys keep an eye out for this young man because um, the music is dope. He's dope in person in real life. He has a great energy about him. Um, you can tell he's a little bit shy, a little bit bashful, bashful <laughs> but I think with doing this a little bit more often, uh, he'll be a little bit more comfortable. Tell me, tell me what's your favorite song to do that's not your song like tell me that's not that's not a rap song what are you singing in the shower mm. <laughs> oh my god um mm. tell the truth <laughs> some taylor swift you singing go- <laughs> you, sing, you singing gospel <laughs> no not gospel what you singing oh <laughs> beyonce <laughs> no, i love I that yeah. I love that. I love that. What's your favorite? What's your favorite Beyonce joint? What you gonna sing? Same late. <laughs> yeah? I love you for that. I love you for that. That is dope. All his friends are gonna come after this. Like, yo, you listen to Beyonce? <laughs> yeah. Yo. Listen, that means he got good taste mm-hmm. in real life. Mm-hmm. That's how you know. He got good taste. Yeah. Definitely. I, I listen oh. to Beyonce, too. I have no shame. Amen. Uh, <laughs> me, myself, and I. Amen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. This is a safe space, y'all. We finna talk about it in real life. So, your name, um, seven forty three King Vampiro. Where where was the inspiration? Wow. Where was the inspiration for that? How it became my name? Uh, the seven forty three. I had something to do with TV. Mm-hmm. It's well, it's on HD channel. Like it's literally the number of like my favorite channel on TV. <laughs> <laughs> So I just put it in front of my name so I never forget it. And it literally, it's like, wow. yo, I would have chose the channel to, like, Treehouse, honestly. <laughs> that that was my favorite, favorite show. But they had, like, shows like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Eye Zombie, all, like, these, like, um, like, like it's so awesome. I swear to God. <laughs> like, vampire stuff. Like werewolves and all that Twilight. It's all cool. Oh, you mean fiction. 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 I understand what you mean, though. Yes. Yeah. So to the vampiro, mm-hmm. um, my friends used to call me vampire, and I said, I don't want to be based on some like, cause we had like this this gang, and we all walk around at school in our like jean jackets, and, and it was stupid. <laughs> me wearing a jean jacket, like, like what? <laughs> yeah, you were I, I wearing your Canadian jacket. tux. No, no, no. It was it was literally straight blue. Yeah, that's what that's what jean that's what the, when you wear a jean jacket like a jean jacket like that or jean like, jacket and had jeans. Like Twenty pockets on it. <laughs> so I, I could put I could put some of my 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 pencils here for class. <laughs> then you know some erasers here. <laughs> and if I want, I could put my glue stick. A fruit a fruit snack. Yeah. You know, a little something. A little you just, free snack. Yes. 
<laughs> so they called me vamp vampire. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, oops. They said, we're going to call you vamp vampire. And I said, I like it, but, like, you know, it sounds too much like vampire, and that's too much childish. Mm-hmm. But, like, I like I like cartoons and stuff like that. I love cartoons. So I said, why not just put, like, an O at the end? Because, like, my name's Owen. Okay. So, so I did. And then I came up with Vampiro. Okay. And there was just always that ring to it. I was like, yeah, I like that. I like that. This is this is the the footage that we're gonna need five years from now when he's famous. Like, yo, listen to him tell his story about how he got his name. So, 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 other people. So, so you're saying saying that seven four five is the channel that Treehouse was Treehouse. No, 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 it's not Treehouse. I think it's um, oh, like not Showcase. Like I would have chose the Treehouse so channel. When you get okay, okay. So when you get a chance, I need you to figure out which channel that is because I need to ma- mark it, that in my notes. Because when you get famous, I'm about to talk about that. Seven forty three or seven forty eight, but most likely it's seven forty three. Okay, okay, that's dope. Mm-hmm. And 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 the song you played, four million. Is that like what inspiration for the song? Oh, oh my God! This is me going through struggles and being messed up in the head. <laughs> and then after. Uh, I have a follow-up on the song, and it's it's about advancing from, like, oh, this, that, that, like, being so aggressive, because that was my past. I wouldn't mm. talk to anybody. I'd, I'd always kick everybody out of my life. I'd like to be solo, you know? I didn't like to talk to anybody. I was a mute. Mm-hmm. I was always angry, looking at the ground, everybody smiling, and I had to change. Mm. <clears throat> mm. So in my other song, not 4 million, the one that we just played, 4 million, right. and no discussions. It talks about how I don't like talking to people mm-hmm. and how it's hard for me to express myself to others. So, but one day I overcome that and I just decide to like, you know, open up, let the walls down and get help. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I, I, I think that that's, um, that was a good move mm-hmm. because the music is dope. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have any questions? Um. Well, where? Well, actually, well, I think you're gonna do this at the end. But like, where can you, okay, where can we find your music? Like right now. Mm, that's that's a hard question to answer. Uh, I've been on the radio, mostly. Um, maybe on Instagram, I'll probably post a, a couple of my things. Because people need to be able to go out and hear your music everywhere. So, thank you very very much. For gracing us with your presence, you are truly, truly a talented, talented young man. Hmm? Yeah. Yo, what about man, freestyle? What is this? What is this? Basket. All right. Basket. 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 Give me basket. All right. Give me a beat. <laughs> come on. Come on. Said I'm everlasting. Shooting hoops in the basket. I'm finna find finna fantastic. It's everlasting. Fake people, they be plastic. I ain't joking around and being sarcastic. Use a fake boy. Use a catfish. Uh, hey! Baby, baby, baby. Real life. So, thank you for coming and thank you for, um, thank you for allowing us to do this interview about you. And for inter- and for entertaining us, and for entertaining the pe- people, and sharing your craft with us, um, it was amazing, and we truly enjoyed you. And we hope to have you back again. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna definitely yes. try and come back again. 
kings and queens, this was the Empower Hour with Pharaoh Freeman, Queen Kaya, and Gina the Great. We are on live every Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m. and broadcasting Thursday mornings at 7 a.m. on CKUT 90.3 FM. Hopefully you got your dose of entertainment, enlightenment, and empowerment. Subscribe and watch us on EmpowerMTL.com and email us at EmpowerMTL at gmail.com to anonymously be featured on our What's the T-Mail segment. Stay blessed, black, and highly favored.